Welcome everybody to Authentic as Fuck podcast. My name is Sun, and this is Yelena. Hello, Yelena. Hello. Okay, so we're every week we go over, we come up with a new idea, and we make a carousel or some sort of content. So, what should we talk about today? What kind of content do you want to make today? Um. Well. Mm-hmm. Uh. Maybe we can start with uh, some general impressions about Mitchell Sandwich and what is confusing. Uh, and my assumptions now that I'm thinking about these things. So a few members uh, gave me a few questions that I will ask you. Uh, maybe to start from that, we didn't okay. finish. We didn't finish our last uh, uh, carousel. So we have these pictures to choose. Uh, I don't know if we should do it or not, but. Um... No, I think we should move on to the next one. Okay. Because that one was almost done already. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, so my impression is that uh, you need to, when you want to create mid-shirt sandwich, you need to see where you kind of stay and uh, so what happened there when you when you actually were like triggered with with something and then Mm -hmm. to go deeper to see like what was triggering there for you so i was um i don't know if this we can use to make something out of this but this is uh, some moment from which i started to think about. Um, I was present in a conversation where one um, lady was choosing uh, some uh, dress for her big day, never mind. So uh, when we were discussing these types of dress, these are dresses for like model type of dress. And uh, when she showed us uh, how how she looks in these dresses, she was beautiful. And the way uh, those dresses are made uh, are like for for her type of body. So one of um, those ladies present uh, said it. Oh, but that will not fit well uh, on me. For me, it's something that is better because of this type of body. And this lady that was choosing dress that obviously has like, uh, you know, won a genetic lottery. So she has that type of dress that actually is uh, more desired nowadays. She was like, that's only in your head. You should, you should just wear whatever, whatever you like. If you like this dress, you should wear it. Mm. And I was like, I mean, Okay, of course, if she likes it, but she's just telling you that she doesn't like, I don't know, her arms or her waist or Mm -hmm. whatever. And she was like, who created these concepts? Who created this? I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. you need to accept your body and if you want to wear it, wear it. Um, So this is where actually we kind of started discussing and going into a little bit of, not an argue, but kind of heated discussion if uh, this is um, something that uh, we can just say okay this is some kind of standard we should not uh, be affected by this standard we should do whatever we want uh, or there is something deeper so so when i thought about that it sounded like she's going she's speaking from a privileged position so and she doesn't understand actually how it is for somebody that, that is struggling. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. that lady want to wear that dress, but doesn't fit her. I don't know, doesn't like how she looks. So that kind of talking from a privileged position, this is where I where I came. Um, and I mean, I don't know what's the the truth or if, if this is made truth sandwich, but there was something there. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, 
I think it has to be like um, you have to have a moment of I never thought of it that way. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I, I think that if you don't have it yourself, you're not going to be able to create a mature sandwich. In my opinion. But does it need so to be like, a moment like only? That? I was. I had a moment of strongly, strong disag. I was strongly disagreeing with what was. What she was saying. But did you agree with her at some point? Because it's kind of like you had... Something had to change your mind, right? So if you're going to change somebody else's mind, mm-hmm. it's easier to change somebody else's mind if you had your mind changed somehow. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. But if you like always believed in one thing, then it's kind of... It's hard to change somebody's mind because they're, then you're not really seeing it from their point of view. <clears throat> um, well, I was on the other side. It when... probably can be, but, you know, like it's, you still had to have that moment of mm-hmm. like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Um, I had... A one experience where um, I was working with uh, one person that actually com- is coming from a different, um, I don't know, different cultural and social background. And uh, I had the experience that I can understand this person but uh, what was coming from the other side was that some kind of that I am missing something that I'm not getting this person right. So this was for me, that moment was for me a moment of truth that even though I think I understand, even though that I can relate to this person, um, something there is like mismatching. Even though like good intention is there, but this is my reality. So I need to accept that there is this gap. And the best I can do is to just back off. So What's the gap? The gap is that even though I think that I understand, even though everything is clear for me, I don't. And if I get the feedback and I got the what's feedback. The, what's the thing that you understand? Let's be specific. What's the thing that you understand? Um, you know when I don't know how to say this because it's uh, it's area of my work and uh, I don't I don't want to go into details. So um, so when when somebody is like raised different in in cultural in different type of culture um, um but in that dress job what do you think you are what's something that you you understood oh i that. i think that in this case my friend uh that was uh, having this dress, she didn't understand that actually some, she didn't understand someone's pain. She wanted to rationalize it and to put this like a formula, like, yeah, this is it. Just mm-hmm. erase it. And uh, where do you think she got that from? And also, is that what you mean by you understand? Like you understand where she's coming from? Why she's saying that, for example? Is that what you mean by you understand? Um, yeah, you have the feeling of un- of understanding it. You have the all, all factors there in front of you and it's clear to you. Like my friend and it's clear for like her. Like why she said that? Mm-hmm. I think she really mean that like, yeah, this is, this is what we are forced to think. Just don't think like that. And you can wear whatever you want. What she missed is. Where did she get get that from? 
Where did she get uh, those? What? That comment she made. Where did she get that idea that anybody can wear anything? I that it's know. your, it's all in your head. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, some people are more like cognitively oriented. So like, uh, so were you like, kind of like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Like, uh, do you know what I mean? That she's wrong. For, like you used to agree with her. Well, I used to think that uh, if something is uh, logic, mm -hmm. if I see see things in front of me that I have the whole picture there but I didn't so what's the whole picture there the whole picture there is that even though we know facts our feelings and our perception is so susceptible to nuances um you know, when, I mean, this is maybe not related, but when they did uh, research, did some kind of research, they give you, um, I don't know, some clothes and they say, this is like a brand, a branded clothes for, I don't know how many dollars, um, mm -hmm. and to choose that over something else. So, and they would, uh, they would choose it like much more, um, much more than other clothes, but actually that was some kind of secondhand already used clothes for 20 bucks. Because we are, we are susceptible to change perception because it's not only logic, it's something that, and I am sure that those, not I'm sure, but I think that uh, they really like how it, it uh, looks on them because it's uh, mm -hmm. expensive. So it's more, attractive it's uh, i don't know so we are much more susceptible to those nuances in our uh way of experiencing things um so how does that relate to this though what happened with her because if uh, this other this lady that uh, that doesn't want to, to wear this type of uh, dresses. If she would wear this type of dresses because she can wear whatever she wants, she would not like how she look in the mirror. Why? Because she wouldn't see that, that look that is accepted more. Um, so she and, doesn't, she's too ignorant. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so what's the, by the what do you think the, is the, I never thought of it that way moment? What's the thing that makes it like, oh, you know, I never thought of it that way. Um... Mm. Something more like I can you have to have that. I told you, you have to have yeah. that moment yourself. Almost everything that I make carousels on are things mm -hmm. that where I realize something new yeah. that I didn't believe in. Mm -hmm. So what's that thing? What's the what's the thing that you realize that from this experience? Mm. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure it out. So maybe this is not uh, a good uh, place. <clears throat> but there is something about... That uh, maybe something like... You know, I, I feel like something like... Um, uh, maybe something like she's... You know, like privilege can actually give you ignorance or something like that. So it's it's hard for somebody from a place of privilege mm -hmm. to know what's the best for somebody who is not privileged or something like that. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. 
Is that what you were thinking? Or no? Well, no. But uh, when you say it like that, I can agree with that too. What I was thinking about is more of... It, it was about this ignorance part. But... Um, that you cannot control everything. You, you, you cannot use your logic and to have all pieces together. You need another human being there to have a saying so that you can... Um... Yeah, but that's too far removed, I think, from what you experienced. You know what I mean? Now I mean, you're trying was... to force it. What's maybe, like a... Maybe my... Give me a... Uh, because... This lady that uh, that didn't feel well in in this uh, dress, uh, so she said, "Like, yeah, but you know, I wouldn't feel fine. I mean, I know even if it's, uh, I know it's, it's only like logical. I know it's, I know that I can wear anything, but I wouldn't feel nice in this dress." So she was saying yeah. her part. But she doesn't listen. She was just saying it from her, her point of view. Yeah. So it was my my idea was more about listening. Um, yeah, but that's I think too far too far removed from your original concept. It's too it's few steps away, <laughs> the listening mm -hmm. part. <clears throat> Okay. Do you know what I mean? I see. Because there's people who go into sales meeting. It's not that I'm privileged. I'm, I might still go to a sales meeting and not really listen and just try to talk, right? Or somebody mm -hmm. might go out to dinner with friends and just talk and instead of listening. It doesn't necessarily mean that that person is coming from privilege. It's just that's how yeah. everyone is. Yeah. Yeah, this privilege can give you ignorance. <clears throat> you have to think about... How does this apply somewhere else? Like what you just said. Like what's like another example of? I mean, so this is this is the thing, right? Maybe the, the reason why I have these I never thought of it moments mm -hmm. are because when when I experience something like what you said, maybe I go into this like thinking mode, right? So as soon as you said that, the first place where my mind goes is like, have you ever heard of like white saviors or like wife savior complex? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Yeah. So a lot of like white women from America and Europe, what they do is they go to Africa and they volunteer for this thing where they take pictures with all these black kids and like... You know, as, as if like they're saving them or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. But if you go to YouTube and you look at how these things are done, they're actually like, these are actually travel agencies in Africa who lure white women like that, who wants to be a white savior. <laughs> and they basically pay this travel company like $3,000 to go build a school or something like that, or go help them build a well or go help them something, right? But the whole thing is a gimmick, right? Because they're not actually like... <clears throat> these white women don't know how to build schools. They don't know how to build shit. So they go there and they like get the wood and they try to make it seem like they're helping mm -hmm. building the school. But what what they do is after they leave, they they tear it all down because obviously it's not what the work they done is not is useless. <laughs> so they have to get real construction people come in and build it and stuff like that, right? But they're doing it all for show to make that white woman feel good about themselves that oh I helped so. What she's doing is actually not helping those African kids at all because those African kids don't see a dime from that money. It's all the travel agency that gets that money. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like a whole industry. And that's kind of similar to, I feel like, what she was doing. Obviously not as extreme. But that girl, the only reason why she said, oh, you know, who says that you have to have this kind of body to wear this? Like anybody can wear this, right? What is that? That's her way of diminishing her guilt right but like oh i want to i want a virtue signal to the world mm -hmm. how good I, look how good i am look how caring i am about other people in reality she doesn't give a shit about other people <laughs> right because if she really did <laughs> she would know how that would make that person feel right 
just like that white woman who's like the white savior who paid $3,000 to go to Africa. Does she really care about those children? Or is it just that she wants to take some Instagram photo with black kids and put it on Instagram and say, oh, look how kind I am. Look how, look how selfless I am. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Wow. Okay. How do you come to these extreme examples? Because this is the hardest thing is to think in extremes. Because you stretched it a because lot. Because I think it's like, um, I don't know, maybe because you, I'm always having these kind of discussions with people offline. So, I mean, it's something that I've thought about the whole virtue signaling concept because it, it mm -hmm. happened during, um, it happened during like whole, the BLM movement too, right? Like how it's, it's kind of like all these like rich white liberals <laughs> that are all like, all of a sudden now they care so much about diversity and, and, you know, inclusivity and all of those things. Like those people don't really give a shit. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, their, it's their way of showing the world. Oh, look how, look how selfless I am. Yeah. That's, it's just that they're just their equivalence of that. Right. Like they don't actually care. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. And I've seen a lot of that and, and it's obvious because like, like I hate it when some, some white lady tells me that I should be offended about something, right? For like, for example, there was like, for a period, there was like this thing going on in the U.S. about Asian hate, right? Or the, here, here's a good one. Like a lot of white people tell tell us Asians <laughs> that we should be upset because we're underrepresented in Hollywood. Like, oh, so. You know, when, when something like a crazy rich Asian comes, comes out, we have to be all, we all have to support it because mm -hmm. those are our people. And like, I'm like, I fucking hate that movie. I think that movie was so fucking stupid. Do you understand me? Why can't yeah. I hate, why can't I hate a movie just because it's Asian, right? Or like, I have to talk about Asian hate. Like, I don't, I don't believe that there's Asian hate. I've never experienced it. Like, they're telling us what I, we should be offended by. Mm-hmm. So think, just think about how patronizing that is for a white person to tell me, an Asian, saying that you should be offended about this because you're Asian. I'm like, are you telling me that I'm so stupid because I'm not white? I don't know what I should be offended by. So you have to tell me what I should be offended by? Is that what you're saying? That's patronizing. That's condescending. Do you understand me? But they don't yeah. understand yeah. that. They think that, oh, look how kind I am. Oh, I'm telling you that you should be offended. Like... <laughs> What? <laughs> like, I'll be offended when I get offended. <laughs> you don't tell me when to get offended, right? Yeah. And it's like, the whole reason why Asians are underrepresented in Hollywood is not because of white people suppressing Asians. That's not why. It's because, it's because of Asian parents. Asian parents don't want their kids to fucking become an actor. They want them to become a doctor, <laughs> lawyer, or engineer. That's why the Asians are underrepresented in Hollywood. It's not because of white people. It's because of Asian parents. Mm. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I, I mean, that logic makes perfect sense to me. But, like, I feel like a lot of people try to twist and turn logic into something that serves them best, right? Like, and and when you were when you were telling me that whole thing, the first place my mind went to is like this whole body positivity movement, right? There's this whole body positivity mm -hmm. movement now that you're healthy at any size, blah blah blah. These are just skinny white women who wants to feel better about themselves. They don't want to feel guilty. So they go around telling other fat women that, that you're healthy at any size, that you're, when, when not realizing that's actually hurting them. If you're somebody, telling somebody who's overweight that they're healthy and that they shouldn't change their body, you're actually hurting them because they they need to eat healthy they need to exercise that though all of those other things that comes with obesity are actually hurting them yeah i Do but you i think that me? yeah i don't think that uh, those uh, like fit um women are speaking about body positivity you think no i mean that i think that's where it that's where the seed starts from right and then like now the rest, like the, the same thing with Asian hate movement, right? Like when you tell somebody something long enough, they start to believe it. 
mm-hmm. you, you understand what I mean? So, and that's why I like another place where I, I can go with is affirmative action. Do you know affirmative action? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing, right? But you can say for people if, that are listening. So affirmative action is kind of like where they have to have quota in a school or job or whatever it is, where certain percentage, like the percentage of the races or gender or whatever it is has to match the mm. the main population, right? So if there's 13% black people in the United States, we need to have 13% black people in Harvard. We need to have 13% black people in this in working in Google, right? If, do you understand what I mean? If there's yeah, 50% yeah. women in the world, then we need 50% engineers in Google. Yeah, we need 50% not, to, getting not relevant to how good you are if you're the right yeah. race. Yeah, you're in. Yeah. So. Exactly. So what ends up happening is if you're black, the chances of you getting to a university is higher than if you're white, for example. Like you can have a lower score, SAT score or GPA, and still get into the same college, right? And when you, these are rules that white people set, by the way. It's not rules that black people set. It's rules that white people set. And white people set these rules. And you, you tell a black person enough times that you're, you should be offended, that you know, you're, you're being discriminated against, that you're not smart enough, so you need, we need to give you lower grade into getting a university. If we, you keep telling young black people that, at some point they're going to start to believe it. And they're going to be like, oh, so, this country is not fair. Uh, like, I, I have no chance in this country. I, you know what I mean? And then once you, yeah. they start believing it, they stop putting in the work. Do you understand? Know so you, you're actually hurting. Yeah. Do you think that there wasn't that? a problem there? Because I guess that many people would agree that this was a good thing to do because uh, it maybe is uh, much harder for a black person to, I don't know. To but it's exactly the reason why you thought for a, for a girl who has like a model body figure mm-hmm. to say, oh, anybody should be able to wear it. I mean, you thought that was a good thing, right? I mean, do you know what I mean? Like on the surface, when you when when somebody who's who's like has a perfect body goes like, yeah, doesn't matter what your body type is, anybody should be able to wear this. Like you know, it's all in your head, yeah. right? Yeah. When somebody like that says that, most people what when when they listen to that, what what are they gonna say? They're gonna be like, oh, that's so true. Oh yeah. Oh, she's so wise. Oh, she's so kind. She's mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That's what we expect to say, right? Yeah. But just like but, if, if. Okay, but what just, is the solution? Just like if some white liberal says, oh, we need affirmative action because, you know, black people have been discriminated against, so we need to give them more opportunity. So we need to help them. On the surface, that sounds like, wow, what a hero. What a white savior. Like that person, this person is like, that's, that's what we think, right? Just like when okay. that girl says, anybody should be able, it's the same exact thing. It just sounds nice on the surface. Okay. <laughs> it sounds so logical. You, you think, it sounds nice. Okay. It sounds oh. kind. But the reality oh. is very different, right? Because you you met you saw the reality. When she said that to you, did that make you feel good? <laughs> or did you go like this fucking bitch doesn't understand what she's talking about? <laughs> okay, so what do you think how how black people would feel about this actually? Mm-hmm. Like for real in this. Like if they weren't brainwashed to think that affirmative action was good. I mean, yeah. right now, a lot of black people and white people are brainwashed to think that affirmative action is a good thing. Okay. So what would... Just like that girl you... saying that anybody should be able to wear any dress is a good thing, right? Okay. But it's the same thing. In, in actuality, it's actually the same thing. The reality is that affi- affirmative action doesn't help black, help black students. What ends up happening is the reality is, first of all, you know who affirmative action happen, helps more than anyone else? <laughs> like immigrant black people, like black people from Nigeria, <laughs> from Trinidad, <laughs> like black people that weren't even born here. So they, they mm-hmm. weren't even ancestors, they, they weren't even like descendants of slaves. <laughs> They're from okay. other countries. <laughs> Do you know what okay. I mean? So 75% of people 
that are accepted to um, like higher level education because of our affirmative action are actually foreign born Africans, foreign born blacks. So first of all, it doesn't even help the American descendants of slaves. <laughs> Number one. Okay. 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 <laughs> Number two, what ends up happening is a black student who would have went to a law school, would have went to study law in UCLA or something like that because he's a smart, you know, and, and would have done really well and got a hire at a law firm and done really well as a lawyer. Now what ends up happening is that black student is now getting into Harvard or MIT instead of UCLA because, you know, their grade is because of affirmative action, right? But if you go to MIT, for example, MIT is an engineering school. So it's not like law or it's not like liberal arts where you can fake it or you can just survive, right? If you go into an MIT physics program and you weren't supposed to be there, you got accepted because of affirmative action, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to catch up and you're actually going to do horrible in school. And there, so what ends up happening is with affirmative action, what happened was black students' graduation rates went down. Yes, they got into these schools, but they weren't mm -hmm. graduating because they couldn't keep up in class. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Because they got in there wrongfully, right? So that hurts them. Another thing that hurts them is, like socially, right? Like if, if somebody is in, like when you're in Harvard and you see a black student, you, Everyone else is going to automatically assume that he got in just because he's black. Even if he actually had the grade, even if he was actually qualified, that's where everyone's mind is going to go. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. And another thing is, you know, Asians are like the most overachievers in America. So what happens is Asians actually get hurt by this affirmative action. So if you're like a, a black student with 1350 SAT, you can get into Harvard. But for a white student, that student has to get like 15 something, 1500 or higher. If you're Asian, you have to get 1600. You have to get 100% in order to even have a chance of getting in because so many Asians apply to Harvard and so many Asians are overqualified, right? So affirmative action actually hurts Asians. Like as an Asian- How come, how come that it's, it's harder for- for Asian uh, person to uh, to pass the test uh, than for white person because Asians are smarter than white people here. Yeah, so, but how come that they don't get accepted and white people are getting? Well, it's because, for example, what affirmative action says is that if there's six percent Asians in in the United States, okay then you have to have 6% Asians in Harvard. But oh. the thing is, if you just went strict, strictly by grades, Harvard would be like 60% Asian. Mm -hmm. And actually, there are some schools like that. Like if you go to UC Berkeley or something like that, which is a safe school, so they don't have affirmative action. Like you see something like 50% Asians there. It's because Asians score, Asians score higher than even whites. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. And then if there there are like a specialized schools like in New York uh, where you have to take a test to get into this high school, like specialty high schools, those high schools are like 80% Asian. <laughs> That's what happens if you just leave it up to academics because mm -hmm. Asians are like the, the smartest kids in school. Do you understand what I mean? Okay, so it well... actually hurts Asians. So, but you, you see what I mean? Like I just gave you... Yeah, the theory, but, but theoretical is, reason why affirmative action isn't helpful. Yeah, it it sounds it nice looks, on the outside. Yeah, it looks, it sounds nice. But now that I'm listening to this, if this is actually what is doing, that it's not at all about uh, black people. Black people are not in the like, like front row in yeah. bigger picture at all. Like if they actually really wanted to help black people, they, they would help black people at an earlier age. From exactly, childhood, exactly. Give, give them better education so that they yeah. can actually get there. Not like ignore this and by the time they get into college, like just let them in. That's called that. That's called that's patronizing. Yeah, now that's, I see. That's you feel like that's that's no different than your friend patronizing you for not having the perfect body. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Or yeah. or the white 
white woman patronizing these African schools, saying that they're going to save them. Like, so, I mean, that's kind of where my mind goes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things in life are like that. A lot of the, these are the things that make you go. That's why when you actually like overthink about things, there are a lot of things in life that makes you go, oh, I never thought of it that way. Like, for example, right now, another one of those virtue signaling is like climate change, right? Everybody thinks that like, okay, if I go throw some tomato soup at some fucking painting and block traffic <laughs> so people can mm-hmm. like, that's that's me doing good. I'm helping to save the environment, right? That's what protesters think. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, right? These kids are so fucking stupid that they, like what they're, what they want to stop is they want to stop like carbon, like they want to make it carbon neutral, right? Like, so meaning no burning coals. Do you know what I mean? But right now, mm-hmm. burning coals is the cheapest energy you can get. Do you understand what I mean? So you're basically saying that you're telling, for rich people, it doesn't matter whether you get, you know, solar panels or whatever it is, you can afford to do all of that, right? It's the poor people that need, uh, you know, like coal, like coal, mm. like fuel more than anyone else. The cheap, cheap fuels are like, they're the ones who need to charge their iPhone at a cheaper rate and, yeah. They're like they're the ones who need it, right? They're no, they're the ones who need heat. They're or the ones who need have, energy. Yeah, or you have like climate changes summit, where people are uh, coming in their private jets to to that yeah, summit. Yeah, things like that too. Yeah. So it's kind of. Yeah. Um... But I mean, imagine like if you if you got rid of all carbon footprint around the world, immediately what would happen is like millions of poor people would die overnight. Because they don't have access to energy. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? Mm. So people who are saying like we need to stop fuel, like all of those things, we need we need like zero percent emission. Like they don't fucking know what they're talking about. Like they're that's how naive they are. That, that's no different than your friend going, anybody should be able to wear this dress. Like you're just yeah. ignorant. You're just privileged. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what, you know what I mean? So or that's like, where my mind goes. Like yeah. yeah, now that I think about that. When you want to take a loan from a bank to buy an apartment, uh, the less money you have, the more years you it takes you to pay it off. And actually, in the end, you're paying much more than if you have like a better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you have more but money, trying to make it seem like yeah, they're they're trying to help you more. It's it's more affordable or something. Yeah, like but that. actually, by the, the age, like is. after thirty years of uh, paying this for this apartment, mm-hmm. you will pay for two apartments. This is the the price. Mm-hmm. How much you will give to the bank? And uh, but if you have like, a better... I mean, that's what happened in the United States. Like George W. Bush was going around saying that everybody should buy a house. Everyone deserves, you know, to own a property, and everyone can buy a house mm-hmm. now. And that's why everyone bought a house and what happened in 2008. And, and then like the mortgage, the mortgage yeah. market crashed. So, I mean, so that's where my mind goes when you tell me this story. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like, um, maybe the lesson is something like, mm, like with privilege comes ignorance. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> something like that mm-hmm. i like it like i i would say something like you you know it's it's ignorant to tell s- certain people that they should be you know they should have the right to do something or they should have um they should be offended about something Mm-hmm. something like that like you don't know the truth you know what i mean like if when you're coming from that privilege you don't know or it's, it's like to you it's, it's it's kind of patronizing you know like when when somebody says oh anybody should be able to wear that you can wear this dress too yelena that's kind mm-hmm. of like patronizing you know yeah it's like okay uh, thank you for giving me permission <laughs> something like that <laughs> Okay, so if is this like a material to to create a metro sandwich? 
Do you want to? Not really, but I'm just asking. Uh, do you have another one? I mean, if there's a if there isn't another one, we can do this one. Um. Because this one is a little bit hard to. It's a. It's a harder concept to kind of make people get. Like, look mm-hmm. how long it took took me to explain it to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, just to try to find it. And it's like, it's a little bit political too, I guess. It's, I don't know if, like, it's not a, a post that I wouldn't usually do. But if I were to do it, maybe it would start out something like, I don't know what is the thing that I'm trying to. So now I would have to think about, okay, who's the audience? And what do they not know? And what, like, whose mind am I trying to change? Mm-hmm. And why? That's that's something that I would take a look at. And if that was the case, I would I would say something like, I would go after all the activists, right? The The, the climate control activists, the BLM activists, all this like affirmative action act- activists and all of these activists and um, and say something like say something like um, you know ima- and then give yours as an example imagine some model who has like the perfect body t- t- tells you like anybody should be able to wear the dress right and then it, it doesn't look right on you obviously like, how would you feel? But I, I like even saying that. I don't know if people are gonna really get it. It's 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 still yeah. It's 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 not very crystal clear to me yet. Okay, so if I mean, if you have as an example, if you have like a perfect shaped uh, person that uh, won a genetic lottery. So then she's advising advising some mm-hmm. somebody, and then you have a picture of that that person trying that uh, outfit. I guess yeah, you can if you have a picture, it's, it'll work better. Yeah, it just clearly doesn't look good on her, like or something like that. Yeah, she's looking in the mirror and seeing this. Mm-hmm. So and mm-hmm. I can wear whatever I want. So yeah. and then yeah, of course you can wear it, but. Um, that one now we have a lesson but people might also take that the wrong way like i i have a feeling that if you say that if you show mm-hmm. that example people are going to be like yeah like this is why people of privilege shouldn't be able to allow to speak and do you know what i mean mm-hmm. but that's not what i mean right that's, that's not what i'm trying to say because like now there's like a the opposite of hierarchy going on where for example if you're a white male like you have too much privilege so you shouldn't be allowed to speak mm-hmm. <laughs> do you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? like that's kind of what it sounds like right which is not what i'm talking about at all but what we are talking about is that if you are privileged you should not speak about that topic where you are privileged because you don't know how it is for those people that are not. So you should actually not speak for the topics that you are privileged. But I don't agree with that either. Like anybody should be able to say anything. Okay, well, of course. But now we have a, a privileged person saying to non-privileged person that she can wear whatever she wants. Yeah, I guess what I'm tr- trying to say is like it, that's not always correct, right? But at the same time, the opposite can happen too. Like right now, for example, um, <clears throat> with the whole my body, my choice kind of movement mm-hmm. now 
if you're a male, you're not even allowed to talk about abortion. Do you understand what I mean? Okay. But I, I, I should be able to talk about abortion <laughs> as a male, like just because I can't have a baby. Like, do you understand what I mean? Okay, so what kind so of... So I, I don't necessarily believe that either, that, you know, somebody from a... Somebody shouldn't be able to speak just because they come from privilege. That I don't believe that either. Okay, so what do you believe? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I haven't thought about this topic long enough to know what mm -hmm. I believe. I guess when we talk about meat fruit sandwich, for many topics I come to this place where I don't know what I what I actually think about. Um, that means you haven't thought about it long enough. Yeah, I kind of justify that there are too many angles of that topic. So it's you can always see from a different perspective and uh, kind of debunk what you said. And I don't see the end of this tunnel in many topics. So I don't know, maybe, maybe sometimes it's I haven't thought yeah. about it long <clears throat> enough. And sometimes I'm not sure if there is that kind of answer. Yeah, maybe for this carousel, it, it, it's it's not that they shouldn't speak, but maybe something like... Um, oh, maybe. I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe it's not about if they should speak or not, but it's more we are addressing this message to those who are listening. So we're not speaking to those who are saying that they should not speak because you cannot mm -hmm. control if somebody is going to speak or not, but you can see that as a bullshit. So this is mm -hmm. message to those who are listening. Yeah. So yeah, something like that. But what would that be though? Yeah. This is what I'm, what I'm thinking of. What is the message? Um, I mean, obvious messages like don't listen, don't let them brainwash you. Just, just continue your path and like don't uh, fall for this uh, nonsense. It's so easy to speak from privileged position. Okay. I mean, that could be one. I mean, I guess the way I would put it is, because it's not really, I think, about the person listening. Because I think the person listening is actually, they know, they can smell the bullshit. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, the, mm -hmm. it's really for the people who's speaking. Is okay like i what what i would use this for like if i were to make a content i would say something like but you said that you say something many times enough times and mm -hmm. people will be brainwashed Mm. So this means That's that uh, they can smell the But bullshit. it's not just about privilege though. It's it's just anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Even if that thing is has nothing to do with privilege, people still Of course. It, right? But this is like one example of where we are brainwashed. So if we are brainwashed Yeah, but we're not brainwashed because people are these privileged people don't know better. That's not why we're brainwashed. It's, I mean, we're brainwashed, period, no matter what. 
but what what the when when a privileged person goes around like trying to be you know all kind and selfless they're just being used as pawns i think right it's not that they like the person i mean that for me the the real message is for the people who are doing it who are the ones who are virtue signaling that you might think you're doing something out of kindness or selflessness but you're actually doing it out of selfishness Mm-hmm. So I, maybe, like, I, if I were to make this carousel, I would start it off really strong, like white savior complex or something like that. Like, you know, and then like I would show a picture of like a white woman surrounded by black kids, <laughs> right? Like white savior complex, and like okay. you know, you might think you you're, you know, you you might think you're saving people, you might think you're helping people, but the truth is, you're not you're not helping anyone. You're you're doing this, you're doing this for yourself. But as, see, now I need to get into all the details, right? That's the thing. Like, I guess the example I would give is, if, imagine a perfect-looking model told you uh, that, you know, your your body type shouldn't stop you from wearing this dress, right? And then you show a picture of, like, a fat girl trying to wear a dress that looks mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then say, say something like, well, you know, this girl might not agree with you, that anybody should be able to wear anything. Right, you're just speaking from your privilege, and mm-hmm. the only reason why you're saying it is to make yourself feel better. That you're to 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 make yourself feel better about being kind or selfless, without really thinking about what what that's doing to the person. person. But mm-hmm. it, it, see, already it's too long. It's already the concept is too complex for a carousel. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? Because it's mm-hmm. there. There are so many different ways people can mistake, like misunderstand, or do you know what I mean? Okay. So, how do you know if something is too complex for the Mitrud carousel, Mitrud sandwich? I mean, right now this one is too too complex because. I feel like once I put it up, people are going to comment like, you know, like that's so true, like about the white savior or like they're going to, they're going to point out specific things in the carousel without understanding the whole concept of what, what the lesson was. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Okay. Uh, now I'm starting to see these things because um, uh, as uh, you saw that uh, Moaki had his uh, video that went viral and uh, before that when he posted that video I just for for our community I commented how I, how I would put that in a Mitro sandwich an example an example of that and I said like we can turn this into meat empty sandwich. And then I wrote something down. Um, and people from the community liked it and commented because it was related to what we were practicing. But after his video went viral, every time I, I turn on my Instagram, I go on my Instagram, I have like a uh, hundred notification from people like that comment. And I don't know why they liked because they don't know what I'm speaking about. So I have thousand likes, and one person asked, like, "What is this about?" After I don't know, like, ten days. <laughs> so, what is happening? Like, why people like it if they don't know what is it about? So now I'm starting to to. Wait, what did you say? I what did, what did the comments say? 
some people are asking some some people are replying to the video if they agree or they don't agree with the video but they are not uh, replying on my comment so i am so confused but actually people were not you know engaging that <laughs> much into into it but they have their kind of this is what they saw they they liked it i don't know what they liked in that but it is so this is where i was surprised this is maybe i've never thought of it that way for me um because it was confusing you know there's no point for them but they still what did you say though in the comment exactly so the video is about a relationship and uh, how actually after some time you're more open to your partner so you can go to the toilet and without uh, hesitation. So mm -hmm. my comment was, I was thinking how to put this example into empty sandwich myth. People want to get comfortable on social media instantly example but even to come to a place uh where you can comfortably pass toilet paper to your partner when they're sitting on the toilet it takes time the truth is you need a lot of shit to go through to make this comfortable experience so i guess they just they're liking that comment i mean that makes sense But people were commenting, uh, my husband and I still don't do it after a long time. Then uh, we've been for six years, married for four years. Then, and they're explaining their personal situation. So it's not related to anything that I was speaking about. Mm, I've know. been giving birth to both children and I still, blah, blah. So these are comments. Anyway, my point is that people are not engaging as much as it was in my mind. That like everything, people that are like reading it, they will, maybe this was obvious thing, but uh, the level of this wasn't obvious, at least for me. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have another one or do you want to work on this one? Mm. I have some like I feel like if we're gonna work on this one we need a clear lesson and mm -hmm. I still don't understand what the clear lesson is okay one member asked me a question about lessons maybe I can ask you this if I have multiple truths how do I choose the strongest one first of all I think we need to clarify what you mean by truth. Like when you say truth, you mean lesson or the universal truth? Uh, I think uh, this person meant the lesson. Oh, I think I the lesson know. has to be something that the lesson has to be something that I've learned on my own. So, for example, like, you know, the, the carousel where I say do what you love is not a good advice mm -hmm. <laughs> because, you know, for me, when you, you know, when you love design, you start a design company, you're going to do all these other things and not too much design, which is what you love. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you look at that, there can be multiple lessons there. Right. For some people, the lesson might be just as simple as, you know, don't chase your passion. And they can end it there, right? Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Or maybe the lesson could be something like, you know, if if you if you love doing something, don't start a business in it because you're not gonna you're gonna end up not loving it or you're gonna end up not doing it that much. Mm -hmm. That could be another lesson that somebody says, right? So. I feel like everybody's looking for a lesson by just trying, like, 
just debunking the myth alone is the lesson. That's what people think, right? Oh, the lesson here mm-hmm. is that do what you love is actually a lie. Or the lesson here is that you shouldn't, you know, if you love something, don't uh, turn it into a career or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that can, they can think of that as a lesson. But my lesson was you can't always do what you love, but you can choose to love everything you do. You see how that's a completely different lesson? Yeah. And it's because that's the lesson that I learned. Okay. I learned that it's not about just ignoring what you love to do. And it's not about if you love design, don't start a design business. That's For me, the lesson is you can actually choose to love everything you do, including sales or mm-hmm. all the other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That was the real lesson. and But that's because... That's because that's the lesson that I learned. So it it doesn't matter how much myth, myth and truth. You, so this, that's what I mean. Like I, you know, when you focus so much on myth truth, people are so focused on debunking myth that they don't even realize that 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 they haven't actually learned the lesson yet. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much myth you've debunked. If you didn't actually apply it in your own life, if you didn't, it didn't apply some sort of a lesson in your own life, then you didn't actually learn anything, right? Yeah, I think this this um, you need to learn the lesson yourself. In the beginning, I was like, yeah, 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 okay. I if I thought about it, if I can debunk the meat, then this is this is it. And still, parts of me is like. But if I create a good meat truth sandwich, uh, I mean, this is, if I think about this, if I can make that lesson and make the point why I need to go, you know, to go in so much. Uh, I mean, you can still do it. You, you can still do it, but it's not going to be as good, I think. Like, you know, the one that Rosalinda did where. About waiting um, uh, when you come to yeah. a meeting. Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah. so what's the lesson there? The lesson is that uh, don't come uh, come on time. If you come earlier, yeah. don't don't come earlier. Come on time. <laughs> yeah. See, that's that's a lesson, but that's a lesson that debunks like that says basically, oh, you should try to be on time instead of coming earlier, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, the lesson would be something like. Um, if you if you go to a meeting early, just wait outside until the time comes and then go in. Mm-hmm. That's like an actual practical lesson, right? Because people might be like, "Oh, what if I if uh, you know what if I try to get there exactly on time and, I, and I'm late, or like you know, or like what if I get there early, or you know what I mean?" Yeah. Well, it's it's better to get there early and then wait in the car. Yeah. Than to just barge in or something like that, right? So that would be the lesson that I give. Okay. So So you see what I mean by lesson is not just debunking the myth alone is not the lesson. There has to be a separate lesson that actually practically makes sense. Mm. I see um so this is not an example. I have one thing that we can maybe work on. But before that, um, a few days ago, I was asked to share my opinion on uh, on this trend among teenagers that they are sharing on uh, social media platforms, uh, how much they struggle. So that kind of trend I don't know, victimhood trend or however we call it um, to give my comment to that and to give it in a like one minute voice uh, recording that they would play on the radio. And I was like, okay. But the point is, I don't know what what is going on there. What is my opinion on, on that? So I stayed for I don't know how many hours for this like one minute comment to to see like what I think about this. 
So because you can you can address so many angles, it's so easy to just like all teenagers. Oh my god, they are just like uh, I don't know. Um, they're dramatizing everything, but obviously there are some problems and um, I mean maybe they don't know how to solve it so they are doing like that some people are doing that for likes but uh, we don't know what what's the core because who would just say like I have a problem and I'm dramatizing if I'm happy kid that I'm going outside and having friends girlfriends boyfriends whatever so who would say that they have problems um so then I was thinking, like, who am I speaking to? Am I speaking to the parents? Am I speaking to the child, to teenagers? Am I speaking to those people that are creating the, the show so that now I am speaking to them? So mm -hmm. this is where actually uh, my impression after three or four hours of thinking is that what I'm going to say is going to be, like, totally... Um, I don't believe in what I'm going to say in that minute because... I don't know what's the point of my of my words there. Mm -hmm. um, so this was a lesson for me that actually I need to first of all I need to think about that topic before I am going to say something uh, because I didn't have opinion obviously. And the second thing is I need to know who I'm talking to because it's not the same message if I'm talking to parents or if I'm talking to mm -hmm. teenagers. This conversation does continue here, but only for our Night Audition members. If you'd like to hear the full conversation, click the link in the description and join us at nightowlnation.com.